John Tory sitting in for Reshmi Nair. It's four, coming up on 421, and I want the record to show here he called us. We didn't call him, although I'd be pleased to call him anytime and pleased he should call uh, in here anytime he wants to. Uh, Premier Doug Ford is on the line. Are you there, Premier? Mayor, how are you doing? I'm, not, I'm good. I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, uh, you're trying to give me gears there. here. I'm, what? <laughs> I was... I, I never listened to the news, to be very frank with you, and I heard you were on, so I thought, boy, my, my friend's on. I have to listen to him. I heard a lot of doom and gloom, and but a lot of a lot of stuff is the truth, your last caller was saying, and, and people are finding it very, very tough out there with uh, gas and food and, and housing and so on and so forth. But I, I look at the glass uh, half full. Uh, you, you look at our economy compared to anywhere in the world. We're still growing. There's tens of billions of dollars uh, being invested here in Ontario, and you know we're yeah, is it tough? But we're we're an economic powerhouse in North America, and, and it's all it's all due to the great quality of people uh, here. Now there's there's about 120 different nationalities, 200 languages being spoken here in Ontario. They talk to their friends and relatives around the world. And, uh, again, we're, we're, we're blessed. And uh, you, you know our, our great minister, Vic Fidelli, every day, Mayor, he sends me an update. This company's investing. He calls it the one-a-day vitamin. He's turned it into the two-a-day vitamin. And there's tens of billions of dollars uh, waiting there to be invested here here in Ontario, no matter if it's the EV sector, the tech sector, the health science sector, or manufacturing. He told me the other day, Ontario created double the amount of manufacturing jobs than all 50 states combined uh, this year. And that, that goes back to the ingenuity of the people. We have the greatest colleges and universities and graduating 65,000 STEM graduates every year. So there, there's so much to be grateful here in Ontario. We're blessed to live in the greatest jurisdiction in the world. And I, you know, I, I hear you and I hear the people out there because when you were mayor, you heard it. I hear it every day. The one thing that, that could really help everyone is, you know, get rid of the carbon tax on the gas prices. Knock off the 15 cents of carbon tax. We knocked off 10.7 cents. That is a big factor in inflation, probably about 30% factor in inflation. And let's keep these interest rates low, and that's why I go after the Bank of Canada. But anyways, I just wanted to give you a call, tell the people... All right, wait, well, I'm not letting you get away after that long editorial <laughs> I let you give, which is fine. I mean, actually, I was going to kid you when you came on and said, was it a coincidence that I was having a segment on retirement and that you decided that made you call? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. You, no, you so listen. You're, you're the last person that would retire. I, Folks, the people that are listening, the mayor has more energy. This guy's up at 6 in the morning, goes to bed late, he never stops. He's like the Energizer Bunny. So let me ask you two, one commendation and one sort of maybe just a suggestion. The commendation yes. is that I said at a big thing at the C.D. Howe Institute where I was speaking last week, and I said it earlier today, yours is the government that is doing what we have to do, though. I mean, when you talk about the, the, the bullish prospects here and so on, and you were at that Canadian uh, Walk of Fame thing where Jean Chrétien got up and gave just a little four-minute speech about reminding us we live in the greatest country in the world and that for all of our problems here, we're so much better off than everybody else. But by doing things like you're doing with some of these battery plants and so on, it is so necessary that we stimulate investment in innovation, in productivity, in new businesses to create new value-added jobs for all the people that are coming here. And you're actually doing that, and, and I, I do say that is the right thing to be doing in the context of a prosperous economy going forward where people will have the jobs to support all of us old people who are needing more health care. 
Yeah, you're you're bang on. And as you know, marriage is so competitive worldwide. If if we don't create the environment and the conditions for companies to come here, they're going to go to other places. A good example is Volkswagen. They had a choice between 90 locations around the world. Uh, they chose Ontario because of the people. We reduced the burden of taxes uh, of, of uh, eight to a tune of eight billion dollars. Uh, we reduced the the burden off of companies. They're coming in by the droves in all sectors, and and we, we we're the only jurisdiction in the world that have six of the largest auto manufacturers right here in Ontario, and we're working on two more. Uh, that hopefully are coming here. And you look at the tech sector. Everyone used to go to Silicon Valley, San Francisco Bay Area. They employ 388,000. We've seen $15 billion of investment in the tech sector. They're no longer going there. They're coming to uh, Toronto. We employ about 420,000 people in the tech sector in Ontario and a, a lot under your leadership in, in Toronto. We see it in health sciences, manufacturing, uh, critical uh, minerals up in the ring of fire, and it goes on and on and on. But I give, again, the reason Volkswagen came here, Stellantis is opening up, it's the quality of life, the quality of people right here in Ontario, and uh, we're so blessed. We're the fastest-growing region in North America economically and, and growth. Over 800,000 people came here last year alone. All right, now, so this is the the risk you take when you call in, and, and I'm, I'm even-handed about these kinds of things. Um, and we did a segment earlier on uh, that really speaks to part of the quality of life, and it had to do with the fact that I was raising the question of why more people don't talk about, and frankly, by talking about it, put more pressure on, you know, you and other decision-makers and me when I was there, about the fact that in the city of Toronto last year, we lost 490 people uh, to drug overdoses. And I think, you know, this is a problem right across the country. It's not confined to Ontario or to Toronto, but it is something where we're just not doing enough. Whatever we're doing, and people will cite figures to me as the Prime Minister did in my office less than a year ago, but we're not doing enough when we lose these people in there. And I know, you know, that somehow contrary to some things people might think about you, you have a big heart about these kinds of things. These are people's kids and people's brothers and sisters. And and, and I had people call and tell their stories. We're not doing enough. I, I always feel, Mayor, we can always do more. We're the first government ever to put a minister of mental health and addiction, Michael Tobolo. Uh, he's well-educated. He studied this well before getting into politics. Uh, we've invested record amounts. And I'm going to give the federal government credit. They've put in $1.9 billion. We've put in $1.9 billion, $3.8 billion. But it is. It affects families. Addiction is terrible. Mental health is a real challenge now. And we're going to continue investing into mental health and addiction. But there's always more work to do because it affects families. It affects the economy. It affects everyone. And uh, we're, we're going to continue working really, really hard. I'm, I'm fortunate. Have, I always say Michael Tobolo is probably the brightest person uh, down at Queen. He is the brightest person at Queen's Park when it comes to mental health and addiction. He's passionate. We're passionate. And there's, there's no family out there that hasn't been affected by someone with mental health issues or addiction. That's right. Or a relative or a friend. Uh, you know, I can speak for, for our family. Yeah. So... Yep. Well, so I, I, if I don't talk to you again before the uh, Christmas Day, I hope you have a wonderful uh, holiday season. Just a bit of advice that if you're going to get your hair cut, don't look down at your phone. <laughs> I thought one of the best stories you ever told, the best stories you ever told, because we've all been there. You want to talk about something that people can relate to? Is you... 
<laughs> you, you, you had to explain because people don't think about the fact that in the job I used to have, the job you still have, you're on television all the time. So if your haircut looks a little wonky, people notice it. And they Whoa. think it was either a fashion change or, as you explained, you just look down at your phone for two minutes. And by the time that uh, that, that that was over, she'd done a buzz cut on you. No, it was a, I walked into a Walmart. And, honest to goodness, I walked into a Walmart. Only you. <laughs> and so I sit down and I said, I just need a little trim. I didn't know he, he, he spoke Spanish. He was from Mexico. And, and all of a sudden, he got the buzzer out. He just shaved me right to the back. I said, Senor, what are you doing? And he didn't know what. So I had no choice. I said, just finish it off. And actually, I gave him a tip, too. So. Well, of course you did. Of course you did. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. As they say, don't look down when you're having your hair cut. Well, you're, you're a good man. And God bless you and your family. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone listening. And we're going to have a great 2024. Premier Lips to God's ears. Thank you, Premier, very much. Thank you. You take care. Premier Doug Ford. And he uh, he did call in. And that's something, by the way, you know, and, and you could tell a little catch in his voice there when he talked about families and having uh, exposure to mental health issues and so on. And, of course, um, Rob Ford was bedeviled by those things. And as I was saying earlier on, people do not make a choice you know, on those kinds of things, like any other health issue. You you either have it or you don't. You get it or you don't. And uh, I will say two things about that. Number one, that uh, Rob Ford used to call in when I was doing this program years ago. He used to call in all the time, always full value uh, when he would call in about something or other. Uh, and number two, he'll be in heaven looking down very happy about the fact they renamed that football stadium after him because nobody cared more about the kids he coached and so on. I said that last week here, and I meant that. And, you know, you can be critical of him for all kinds of things, but he committed himself to that, and that park was a very suitable thing uh, to do. All right. Uh, thanks to Doug Ford for that unexpected call. 4.30. Time to check on News Talk 1010. Time saver traffic.